Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Friday, July 1st. Hot. Okay, today's scripture reading, Galatians chapter 4, verses 11 to 14, from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, Honestly, I'm beside myself with fear for all of my effort for you. Okay. Honestly, I'm beside myself with fear that all of my effort for you has been for nothing. Look, we were on the same page. I as you and you as me, fearless and free. And let's become that way again. You did me no wrong. And I'm not speaking from a place of wounding at at being wronged. You know that it was a bodily illness that prolonged my stay among you, occasioning all that preaching the first time around, a bodily illness that sorely tried your patience. And yet you didn't despise me or spit me out like something repulsive. On the contrary, you welcomed me as if I were the angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. This is God's word. We all know, well, most of us know, okay, at least many of us know, that epic Jesus rebuke to the Laodicean saints who were anything but saintly. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were cold or hot. So because you're lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. And while many of us are fancying this as Jesus' way of telling us to turn up the volume of our worship and enthusiasm because there's no greater sin than being tepid on a Sunday morning, this strikes me as a good way of framing Paul's thoughts in the middle of this fourth page of his letter to the Galatians, the one where he gets the most personal and intimate with them. There had been nothing tepid or lukewarm in how the Galatians had responded to Paul's presence and work among them. Even though Paul himself had evidently put in a less-than-stellar performance, he wasn't just off his game. He was handicapped by an illness that is a mystery to us, but which was no mystery to him or to them. We don't like the word handicapped because of negative dehumanizing connotations often attached to it, but I think those connotations would have inclined Paul all the more to use it with reference to his own condition, a condition that felt dehumanizing and marginalizing to the extreme, whatever it was. Its manifestation and treatment were humiliating for him and repelling for those who witnessed it. And yet, from that revolting sickbed of a pulpit, he preached the good news of the Son of Righteousness that had arisen with healing in his wings in this Jesus of Nazareth, who had been crucified, whom God had raised from the dead. (coughs) Cough, cough, sputter, sputter, sputter. In response, there had been no smattering of polite applause, but an enthusiastic rush to the stage, as it were, to hoist the beleaguered messenger from above onto their shoulders as they crowd-surfed him to a rehabilitation suite where they doted over him as he mended red-hot enthusiasm. That's what Paul encountered, as if they'd just been touched by an angel, as if they hadn't just heard stories about Jesus from on high, but had just experienced a personal visit. And they pulled out all the proverbial stops as they rolled out that proverbial red carpet for him, which is no doubt why he had come to love these people so much, why he loved them enough to write a letter such as this. 
Paul, the Jew, and a really disgustingly sick one at that, fully became one of these pale-skinned wonders as they became of a piece together, fearless and free, and unhindered by any social or cultural, linguistic or religious barriers. And it was beautiful. But alas, Paul's reverie stopped in its tracks, the needle abruptly scratching the vinyl recording of the way we were. For that hot enthusiasm has not just cooled, it's now as cold as ice. Read this middle section of page 4 again, at Galatians 4, 12-20. Feel the emotions Paul displays, as well as those of the Galatians. As you do, perhaps lay alongside this whatever broken relationship you've most recently experienced with all of its churning and emotional upheaval. Then pause for a moment of personal prayer and reflection. When have you experienced someone's love and friendship turn from red hot to ice cold? What happened? How did you try to address and to remedy it? To what extent can you identify with the range of Paul's expressed emotions here in this broken relationship with the Galatians? What else jumps at you in this passage? Lord, at times it seems we are adrift in a sea of broken relationships, of love turned cold, of affection dimmed, of fellowships flame extinguished leaving us with smoke in our eyes and deep pain in our hearts. But a bruised reed you will not break, and a smoldering wick you will not quench. Relight the fire of your love and affection in me, and, where possible, O God of the impossible, kindle it again. In fellowship long cooled and often fossilized, for you are indeed the one who raises the dead and calls the things that are not as though they were. Relight the fire through your spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen.